Are you searching for a deeper understanding of yourself and your place in the world? Do you yearn for more balance, more peace and purpose in your life? Well, look no further than the Intuitive Revolution podcast, your trusted source for holistic insights and intuitive guidance. I'm your host, Alicia Faricelli, and I am ready to take you on a journey to inner peace and balanced well-being. Welcome back to the Intuitive Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Faricelli, and today you are in for a treat. I had the pleasure of sitting down with Latanya Sumpner, the founder of Empowered Wellbeing. Latanya is a 300-hour certified yoga instructor, energy healer, women's empowerment coach, and transformational speaker. Her mission is to help women across the globe grow, heal, and flourish in their yoga practices and healing journeys. At Empowered Wellbeing, they share transformative, on and off the mat, holistic wellness lifestyle that empowers women to confidently lead wholesome, fulfilling lives. Thank you so much for coming out and speaking with us today on this podcast. We're so, so excited to learn more about you, learn more from you and kind of your experiences. So you've embarked on a profound healing journey over the past decade. Can you share some insights into your personal transformation and pivotal moments that have inspired you to become a certified yoga instructor, energy healer, and a woman empowerment coach? Absolutely. So my journey actually started after my divorce in 2012. That was, I didn't, it really wasn't the deep, profound journey, right? But it was what really kind of started to change my life and my trajectory. So after I completed school, I relocated from my hometown and I just kind of wanted to just start over for me and my son, right? So, but however, life took over and I was a single mother and I had to kind of focus on making sure my son was good and, you know, it's the day-to-day life. So I did some traveling with my corporate job and that was an amazing experience very transformational as well and then 2018 I got to Atlanta Georgia and I moved there with my job but that was when the magic really started to begin and I feel like I was in a season of like true isolation and that was when the healing really started I remember I started going back to therapy and um I was doing traditional talk therapy and she kind of suggested well have you ever like thought about different healing modalities and I was like hmm yeah, I have. And I've always been very open and receptive to different things. So I started uh, going to energy healings and I started doing yoga when I was in Phoenix. So it was kind of like everything kind of started interconnecting together. And then I started my personal healing journey where I started going, um, getting uh, Reiki sessions. And as the years went by, um, I started, I just recently reconnected with yoga, like maybe a year and a half ago. It was another moment when I was going through life's transition. And when I reconnected with yoga, I was just kind of like, wait, this is really, really good. And this is something that I need to implement. I always knew that I wanted to coach people, even after the divorce, when I think about the things that would kind of come to me, I always knew that I wanted to coach. I knew I was going to be helping women, but now to kind of see it all interconnecting and I just kind of started doing energy healings on myself. So I became like a Reiki master. And that was something that I just kind of started practicing. And um, it's been very profound. But I have to be honest, a lot of it has come from me overcoming my own things, right, that I had to kind of work on. And that's what led me to do it. And I see how impactful it's been for myself. So now I want to be able to go back to help other women in regards to their journey. So yeah. That is amazing. Your your journey sounds a lot lot like mine um, and all all that, you know, kind of throughout those self-healing. I think some of the most impactful, best coaches out there, you know, 
public figures to smaller, you know, small business coaches have gone through, gone through something that has just been almost, I don't want to call it trauma so overused, but it's almost a traumatic experience. Um, we're done. We're not going to live like this anymore. And so they start the healing journey and they have such a heart for it and see, especially through energy work, everything working so well that it's like, we, you can do nothing but share it. Like that's, that's yeah, yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. It's, it's very transformative. If people can just be a little bit more open and receptive to it, like it's very transformative. Um, I think it's a kind of a taboo subject sometimes for people, because what I've learned is that we fear what we don't know. And that's the thing is that we rather be kind of told something that might not be truthful or something that's more comfortable, (laughs) I should say. Um, but I'm just so happy that like, I'm just very open and receptive to different healing modalities overall. So yeah. 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 That is amazing. So in your work at empowered well-being, you emphasize helping women become the best versions of themselves through yoga, energy, healing retreats, and more. Can you delve into these holistic practices, how they contribute to your personal growth and spiritual development? So overall, I would have to say, of course, it's going to balance us overall emotionally, mentally, and physically to live a more fulfilling life, right? It also provides like greater self-awareness. Is My level of self-awareness has changed, girls, so much. It's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous, okay? Sometimes I'm like, okay, but wait a minute. What's the real root cause behind this, Tanya? Like, why are you feeling this way? What really kind of came up? What triggered you? <laughs> So it for sure, <laughs> you know, even sometimes, you know, when you're, when you're working and you're kind of like, okay, but wait a minute, what was really, did you feel like somebody was kind of bossing you around? Is that kind of triggering like an inner child wound right now? So it's, it, it definitely, for sure, it gives us a greater self-awareness. Um, it also helps with the emotional wounds that we need healing with as well. Um, self-confidence. I see growth and a lot of power within that has occurred as well. And also the spiritual connection. That's a huge one for me um, because it really helps us connect to the God source on a totally different level than what we're used to, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yes. So healing the inner child, something you just mentioned, um, is a significant aspect of your approach. Can you explain why addressing your inner child wounds is crucial for overall well-being and spiritual growth? Ooh, girl, like that's, that's one of my favorite topics. (laughs) (laughs) Feel that inner child. (laughs) Because we just don't know, like, I like to get to the root cause of something. And I think that's one of my gifts from God, being able to kind of understand people on a very deep transformative level, like where some people are like, I don't want to deal with them because they're so-and-so and so. And to me, I'm just like, but wait a minute, it was probably something else that may be going on. So, and I love psychology too. So I love getting into the psyche of things and people to understand like why they tick and why they talk. And that's just, it's just who I am because I think we can have a better understanding out of people when we kind of understand them on a more deeper level and not always look at the surface level of people because there's some great people within this world if we just kind of get to know them. But to get to what you're saying, let me give you a good example. So let's think about the 40 year old, right? That wants to step into this corporate scene and to really grow in the corporate world, but they don't know how to use their voice. Well, there probably was an issue around the younger years where somebody probably silenced you to tell you to like, go sit down, be quiet, don't talk. And that's the inner child trauma that's now coming up at the age of 40, 45. And then here you are, you're just starting to use your voice. And that's why I feel like getting to the root cause of like the inner child trauma is hugely impactful in regards to our transformation and growth and healing. Like, yeah. 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 And I find 
through healing with inner dealing with inner child, some of the best, easiest ways is through energy work and yeah. going through yeah. that and really be able to see, cause you can see a whole different level of things that are blocked inside of yeah. people. Um, I think that's been, you know, a lot of my inner child healing was through other people like introducing the energy work. So I yeah. love that you're doing that. I think it's such a great thing. A very, yeah. very, very needed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, speaking of, can you provide some practical techniques or exercises that listeners can use to begin their own inner child healing journey? I think self-reflection and journaling is a good one. Um, a lot of times it'll help kind of spark memories uh, to connect with the inner child. Um, inner child meditations have been good as well. Uh, if you're just kind of getting started uh, to kind of help you connect one huge one that I did when I started going to therapy, when I first started was I remember writing a letter to like my accusers and things that had happened. And that really helped me release a lot of the emotions and release a lot of the pain that I kind of had stored within. Um, and then I think too, sometimes even talking to the inner child, like I have in my restroom, um, it's a picture of me. And I think even that younger version of me was showing me, I'm standing in the statue in front of the Statue of Liberty and I think even now in this season, she's reminding me of freedom, right? Like it's it's time for like freedom, Tanya. And um, so, yeah, I think sometimes even just connecting and being able to kind of sit with that inner child. Another one for me that's been huge uh, was hypnotherapy. Mm. that helped me tremendously. Yeah. So I went through a season and every now and again, when things come up, like I know right now, I kind of want to go back through like some dating things. We want to really kind of get into the dating world at some point. Uh, but it's helped me a lot in regards to connecting with the inner child. And when she goes, taps into the subconscious mind, I can see like versions of myself. I can see like things that happen in certain time frames where I'm able to kind of connect with her so we can kind of go up and clean it, give her a little bit of love. So yeah, the hypnotherapy has been a good one for me too. Yeah. That's such a powerful technique that a lot of people yeah. aren't familiar with. Um, when they no. think of hyp hypnosis, they think they're just going to be laying down and they're going to be yeah. doing voluntary yeah. things. They don't really understand yeah. exactly yeah. what it entails. So I'm so thank yeah. you for bringing that up um, and telling yeah. people a little bit about what it, exactly what it does. And it's not as scary. And yeah, yeah. It, as it's, people it's, it's make not, it out to be. Right. Yeah. Right. You just have to find somebody that you feel comfortable with. Yeah. Um, I love Debbie. She's here in the uh, Tampa area. And I, I, I love working with her. And every time we go, I never forget the very first time, girl, I, you know, even though I was up under hypnosis, like I remember everything that happened and I cried, I cried, I cried, I cried, but it was a lot, a huge release. And it totally helped me even tap into like, you don't realize how we carry the weight of so many things from our childhood, things where we're covering and protecting so many other people like myself, I've carried that weight and it's, it, it had been with me up until that point. So yeah, hypnotherapy is a huge one that I help people, that I recommend for people to do uh, to help really start reprogramming uh, that mindset. And I will be surprised in the next five or 10 years if I end up personally kind of tapping into that work. Because again, me liking psychology and tapping into the psyche, I think it'll go hand in hand with what I'm building with Empower Wellbeing for sure. And you can speak to the truths yeah. of it in your story. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah. So what role does energy healing play in your holistic approach and how can it support individuals on their healing and spiritual evolution? We talked a little so bit about I think, this. Yeah. 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 We did. So of course it's going to balance and clear a lot of the blockages within 
Um, I personally like to, I think because I'm working with women, I personally like to work on like that solar, the sacral in the root area because it's the foundation. A lot of times what I realize is that a lot of women, they have been kind of violated as well. You attract kind of what you kind of healed in a sense. So helping those women kind of move beyond those self-limiting beliefs, the self-worth self -worth issues, I think that's a huge one. And that's like one of my practices within my energy healing. Now, if the normal person comes, then absolutely. But I really like working with women in those three areas, which are the foundation to really help them to be able to express love more. But it's like, you got to kind of get to the root cause, right? Of those issues that are kind of where, where, where they start, root, sacred yeah. and solar. So yeah, yeah. There's a reason why it's the yeah. root. It's the grounding portion of it. And if yeah. that is off, yeah. your entire, everything else is not going to go into yeah. balance. Everything else. Yeah. Yeah. And even for myself here recently, because um, of course we have to continue to work on ourselves, right? It's, right. it's, it's a continued evolution of us consistently healing, right? We're going to always have <laughs> things come up, <laughs> even for us exactly. doing the energy work. But one of the things, even in the research is realizing that our root was connected to our ancestral trauma, right? So we're actually carrying when our mothers were pregnant with us, whatever she was going through. And, and, it, and when I started dissecting it, I'm like, yeah, my mom probably was going through that. She was 15 years old when she was pregnant with me. She probably was. And I inherited that. So now it's my job to clear it and clean it up so I can emerge and step more into my fullness as well. So, yeah. And it's awesome. Yeah. You're breaking those generational patterns that were yeah. passed down to you. A lot of times people think generational patterns are things like, I'm going to say alcoholism because your parents were, yeah. or your parents, yeah. but it actually goes deeper into that. As you mentioned, you know, the ancestral thing being passed, stuff being passed down to you. Yeah. That it takes, I, I personally believe energy work is probably the best things you can do to, to start releasing some of that yeah. along with, you know, yeah. therapy or coaching or whatever else you need, but definitely that's a good starting place for releasing yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. You find, yeah. Come up. You're like, Whoa, I had no idea. Like this could put, yeah. possibly be something that was passed down yeah. to me. So. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> Speaking of self-limiting beliefs, uh, many individuals struggle with self-limiting beliefs. So how do you guide your clients in identifying and moving beyond these limiting beliefs of thought patterns? So I think, of course, energy healing, of course, is going to go back in. It's, it's going to balance and align, align them, of course. Um, I think one of the huge ones is the emotional release that kind of comes with the energy healing with it. And sometimes you just don't understand how, again, the self-limiting beliefs is all kind of interconnected connected it goes back to again a lot of the trauma that we have stored a lot of things that start from the root inner child things that kind of come up for us that create those self-limiting beliefs and I'll be honest with you you know even though I've done a lot of great things over the years right in career you know with my corporate job but in this current season that I'm in, I am even still peeling back the layers of self-limiting beliefs within myself to say like no like this is you, like, this is who you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be showing up for the world. And it's kind of time to move beyond those limiting beliefs that you may have within yourself. It's, it's the imposter syndrome too, right? Mm -hmm. So um, uh, it's helped me go a little bit deeper, of course, in the spiritual connection as well. And I feel like it's really opening us up to a true source of light when you're kind of really working through those self-limiting beliefs for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so hard, you know, we, we say we get rid of them, but we step off the door and we look at society and it's nothing but limiting, 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 telling yeah. you how you're sitting in this box and how you're supposed, like you can't, yeah. if you're not in this box, you're limited. Like you're limited to this little, yeah. you're, this space. And so we start taking out yeah. of space 
So it's a constant, continuous work of again peeling those layers off um, and recognizing yeah. it. And yeah, it's and when you it, the best part to me is when you when you recognize that like yeah. when you're able yeah. to and immediately I, I, recognize that and you yeah. then you're like you're stopping that immediately. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So yeah, and, and again, and, and again, that goes back to the self awareness. Doing this work, it just gives you another heightened level of self awareness. So when it comes up. You know, um, I've started like a Wednesday series of like, it's a well, a wind down wellness Wednesday. And it was like, but wait a minute, am I supposed to be? And it was just like, girl, <laughs> remove from a girl. Like, no, this is the imposter syndrome. You, you've been doing, you've been, this is you. Like you can talk about this stuff off the whim without having any issues of like really having to come up with things. Like it, it's natural for you. This is who you are, like step into it. So again, we even even though we're we're doing the work right and we're still healing doesn't mean that sometimes I think they I think people think sometimes that like oh well we become these perfect like individuals <laughs> and it's not that we become perfect it's just that we kind of it, it helps us just be a little bit more self-aware so we could truly step into the space to own it right to be who we are and to bring this stuff to the world so other people are aware of it as well so yeah and I love how you said perfect I always like tell my clients, yeah. I'm like, you're perfect as you are. Yeah. You're perfect as yeah. you are. There's no level of perfection that you're ever going to hit because it doesn't exist. Right. You're perfect as you are. You're healing yeah. and doing stuff to, to feel better, to feel good. So you can yeah. make more impact in the world and actually yeah. be what your soul came, purpose your soul came yeah. for. So. Yeah, I agree. Totally agree. <laughs> yeah. So as a certified yoga instructor, you teach yoga weekly. How does yoga contribute to the holistic wellness and spiritual growth of your clients? And are there any specific yoga practices you recommend for self-discovery and transformation? I think overall yoga is going to help with removing those energy blocks as well, for sure. It, it I, I saw another level of transformation <laughs> when I really started implementing it in my day-to-day -day practice. Um, yoga is going to help strengthen the mind-body connection, bringing you more, more into yourself because yoga is one. It's the union with self. And that is for sure what I have learned over this last year and a half by going to school for it and learning it. Um, it also encourages self-reflection and introspection. I think the best thing to do is to just start. Yes. Just start. Don't worry about it. Should it be hatha? Should it be yin? Should it be vinyasa? Should it be power? You will find your your niche of yoga will find you. I promise that yes. it will. And I think the best thing to do is just to start. Don't even worry about a freaking upscale yoga mat. Just go to TJ Maxx <laughs> and Marshalls and get you a yoga mat. And just start. Don't even worry about any of that, okay? And put I a promise, towel down, even, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, just, yep, just, right, just put a towel down and just start. Even Don't even worry about our programs. Go to YouTube. Like, there are tons of stuff on YouTube just to get you started. And once your body really starts moving, you will, the transformation will begin for sure internally. And a lot of times I think we get caught up on the outward appearance, right? Yes. And it's about the internal appearance. And I have personally went through a huge transformation over this last year. And I think people just see like, oh my God, Latanya, look at her on the outside. But it's about what's in the inside, y'all. Like the inside is what's like oozing of the love and the light. So now I can really, really share it. And again, being consistent in my own wellness and holistic journey, girl, it's been transformational. Okay. <laughs> yeah. My recommendation would be is just to start. Yeah. Just start. Even if it's just 10 to 15 minutes a day, starting off with sun salutations in the morning is a good one. Just start. Yeah. And it will find you. Yes. Yeah. I think a lot of people start worrying. They worry about technique or am I doing this pose right or I'm not flex. Mine was always, I'm not flexible enough. 
Well, I have my Yoda certification too. I don't teach because I still have limiting beliefs around my donor dog is not perfect. So I feel that I'm going to take, <laughs> I'm going to take care of, I love yoga. It's, I do it for the, the, the inward and spiritual empower yeah. empowerment of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. In course is great. So I feel like when you start healing on the inside, the outside just naturally happens. It, uh, it naturally happens. But way. you know what? And that's one thing about it at Empower Wellbeing. My thing is, is that I want my clients to just feel empowered, right? Don't worry about if this pose is perfect. And that's the thing I tell people too, is that we look on Instagram and we see these people with these perfect poses. But guess what? They didn't tell you. They don't tell you that they were like ballet dancers when they were growing up. They don't tell you all of that. So of course their bodies are more flexible than ours. <laughs> so it's just like, come on guys, like I promise to you, these girls were like ballet dancers growing up, I promise. <laughs> or they've been so, doing yeah, this for like, 20 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they've been doing it like forever and it's just like, no, this that's not even like really the true origins of what yoga really is. So don't get caught up in the aesthetics of it. It's beyond the aesthetics, yeah, that we see on Instagram and other social media platforms for sure. Yeah, but that's not real anyway. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's like, especially with the AI coming out, it's like is that really you? Did you really do that? <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> So empowering women is at the core of your work. Can you share some inspiring stories or examples of women who experienced profound shifts in their lives through your holistic healing approach? I think the biggest thing is them becoming, me teaching them how to become self-aware and learning themselves through self-discovery. That's a huge one. That's the journey that I take them on is a journey of self-discovery, like learning thyself. Do you know yourself? That way you're able to stand firm in any room that you walk in, any relationship that you walk in, whatever it is that you're doing, knowing thyself in the self-discovery journey is important. And that's what the yoga, the energy healing, all of those things interconnect to really help you. And this, again, helps you to be able to stand firm in who you are to show up for the world. So I think that's the biggest thing that I like to teach them um, is standing into their power. Yeah. Yes. I, that that's amazing. Um, so holistic wellness often involves nursing the mind, the body, and spirit. What advice do you have for invi- individuals looking to integrate holistic practices into the daily routine for more balanced and fulfilling life? I say start in small steps. It can be overwhelming because the holistic journey, it is so many layers to it. You can go so many different routes with it. Oh my God. And it can become very overwhelming. I say start in small steps. And even as I'm talking to you, what really comes through is that their tribe and people will find them and where they're supposed to be on their journey. Um, I think, of course, uh, journaling and meditation is a huge one. Um, Starting small with even changing your eating habits, because what we don't realize a lot of times the food that we're consuming is disconnecting us from source is disconnecting us from God. We can't put it here. So I think that's a huge one, like small steps, journaling. I even went through some of my journals the other day and I was just like, oh, wait a minute. The 2014, 2015 Latanya, like she was telling me then, like she was giving me so many clues on so many different things. So it's the journaling meditation. And I think starting a more balanced, healthier lifestyle is for sure very, very helpful for anybody that's kind of starting. Um, and then a good implementing a good morning routine as well, um, I think is very impactful. And I also think finding a community of like-minded women, because it's going to be, it's hard when you're first starting off and you have a group of people that's not really into it, that you're kind of being pulled back into that level of life. So I think finding a community, but I also think too, and even as I'm saying this, your community will find you. It's times now when I walk into rooms 
And instantly I'm connecting with somebody that's on the same journey that I'm on. It's like, it's, it's an energetic connection. So of course they'll find community, but for sure being in a community that kind of that's into mind body connection is very, very impactful too, because it just helps you keep going along the journey and you'll continue to connect with people that's supposed to help you as well along the journey. So, yeah. Yeah. I always tell clients like, Hey, you're going to, when you start working with me, you're going to start People are going to leave. They're going to leave your life and you have to let them because you have to make space for the people who are going to find you and going to elevate you. And it's a beautiful thing. It's a tough thing, but it's such a beautiful thing. And it happens every time they start eliminating people and it's just like their community comes and they, it's a fulfillment they've never had before because it's a true community of people who actually care and they want to like enlighten and build up. So, yeah. Yeah. I I think it's getting over the people that will leave. That's the part. Sometimes it's hard because some of these people, like we, you've been with them for years and it's like, but I'm going on a different path. I don't even speak the same language that I spoke a year ago, you know, let alone 10 years ago. Like it's, it's just, I'm just in a totally different space mentally, emotionally, and physically for sure. I am. So, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's really tough when it's family involved too. I see a lot, some of that I, too. I, yeah. With that. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm huge on morning routines. Can you share with me what your morning routine looks like? So yes, my morning routine starts at 5 a.m. Um, I'm actually getting ready to start sharing my morning routine via social media. Uh, so it starts at 5 a.m. Um, I remember watching the morning miracle or something like that. And it really consists of journaling, meditating, visualizing. It's going to be the body movement just to kind of get me going for the day. Um, and just kind of visualizing how I want my day to go is also what I'm also trying to bring within my world, right? So that's typically how I kind of start my mornings is getting up to, it's meditating, doing the journaling piece, visualizing, and then I do my yoga in the morning. And that's, it's, it's, it's impactful. In the days that I'm like, oh my God, I just don't feel like getting up. I can tell a difference within my day for sure. <laughs> I was literally about to ask you, what it. advice do you have for people who don't, they're like 5 a.m. Why why would you do that to yourself? Well, I you know, all the it, time. It, 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 right. I know it takes 21 days to change, change your habit. I think once you kind of get into the routine of doing it, then it's going to just come by habit. In those days that you don't, of course, you'll feel it. You'll be like, wait a minute, I'm more energized when I just get up, take my time, really prepare for my day. My day goes by a lot more smoother than days that I just kind of want to lay in bed to be lazy. But it for sure is very impactful and it's for sure helping. Yeah. Yes. It's the, to me, that's the biggest thing. I tell people, like, if you want to yeah. start something new, just get up earlier. Yeah. Do something productive like productive but something spiritually productive or you know self-productive yeah yeah Yeah, so looking ahead what do you envision as a future of holistic wellness and spiritual growth especially in the context of empowering individuals to become the best versions of themselves so when i think when i envision holistic health overall right and i I do i've been doing the research on it i think holistic wellness is on the rise for sure uh we're seeing more technology growth to help people get more access to it a lot more quicker for sure even within our apps i mean it's, it's growing tremendously i also think too i've been doing a lot of research and reading in the medical profession there are some hospitals that are actually even allowing energy workers to come in to do work so i think that is tremendous growth and i can only imagine what it's going to be like coming in the future because more people are becoming more aware of it they are becoming more receptive and open to learning how to practice it and being able to also receive it where again it's like a taboo subject but people don't understand like how transformative it can be but i know that in the medical field for sure is growing astronomically and I can only imagine the need for us and the more on the more professional 
professional side of things uh, within the hospital scopes and things like that. Um, I think it's going to be more great education and awareness because, again, like I said, more people are kind of waking up to it. And people are really switching to an alternative holistic lifestyle. You really you, you could tell it within the numbers. You can surely see it. Um, I know for myself and in part well-being, I have a huge forward. Um, it's my mission, of course, to help women. Uh, connect to their true selves, their essence and their core of who they really are to become better versions of themselves. So I know I have a very huge vision for this. And I literally sat down last night and I'm just trying to take it down chunk by chunk, you know, <laughs> to kind of, you know, get it all so I'm not becoming so overwhelmed with it. But we are for sure in a space that is needed within this world. Um, and I, I think I, I know that we're going to do like great things in this industry for sure over the next few years. Yeah, I think people are feeling more safe to be able to to come yeah. out and to start exploring yeah. with it. So yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, thank you. I agree. Thank you so much for for joining us. You're um, your information is going to be in the show notes. So anyone who wants to get in touch with Latanya, um, visit her website. Um, contact her on any any once if you want a personal session with her. Um, definitely reach out to her. Again, thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you for having me.